Welcome to the Divorce Angel Podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Summerton. Attention business owners, senior managers and executives, your successful separation begins right now. We have the answers to the questions you did not even think to ask. Let's face it, you're already successful in your career and we're here to help expand your knowledge and limit your costs by designing a strategy for your divorce. We take all that business knowledge you've acquired and we put it to work. With proven strategies, systems and processes, we've saved our clients tens of thousands in legal fees and helped define their future. And now we're doing the unthinkable. We're revealing the secrets the lawyers have tried to hide and giving you our formula for five steps to a seamless divorce. We're changing the world one divorce at a time, so stay tuned. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Divorce Angel podcast. So I wanted to chat today about the seven stages of emotional freedom. Now, the reason I've named this podcast Emotional Freedom is because I've gone back and I've looked at the stats and what you guys actually like to listen to and what you don't. And the funny thing is, is the podcasts that I think are going to be the best sometimes aren't, and it all comes down to the title. As you would already know, if you've been listening to me for long enough, I am very pragmatic when it comes to divorce. There's such an emotional side to divorce, and I get it because I am such an emotional being. Like, there's a show here in Australia, uh, well, it's all over the world, but 60 Minutes. I can watch an episode of 60 Minutes and it can be something about someone dying or someone being locked up and I will be bawling my eyes out because I am very sensitive and very emotional. But when we're getting a divorce, the key to really being successful is removing our emotions from our decision-making. And it's when we do that, that we draw the line in the sand because it's when we make emotional decisions and let's be honest I'm sure you've been there when we make emotional decisions sometimes we regret them we're using the wrong criteria to actually decide what we should or should not be doing and when we do it that way it's normally because we're looking to ease a pain that we are feeling or to prevent a fear that we have from occurring. So hopefully that makes sense. Hopefully that makes sense because, yeah, if if you're making an emotional decision, it's because you're scared or you're fearful or you think that it's going to get you somewhere or it's going to hurt someone. So it's some emotion that you're feeling that you are reacting to. But here is the truth and what I'm going to tell you, please listen to it very carefully. If you do these seven things that I am telling you, you will save a fortune in your divorce and you will stay on track. And the reason I've named it Seven Stages to Emotional Freedom is because if I'd said to you or I'd named this Seven Stages to Best Divorce Outcome or something like that, you may not have listened because everyone wants that emotional connection and I get it because I've been there. For your benefit, I have named it the Seven Stages of Emotional Freedom. Okay, so let me get into this for you right now. Here's a secret that lawyers just do not want you to know and will make your life easier in the long run. Divorce, and you know this, is a business transaction. It's not an emotional one. It is a 
business one. We are getting down to the nuts and bolts of your relationship and what your relationship was built on. This is the difference between success and failure. For those people who do not understand this concept, they will be eaten alive. If you make your decisions about your divorce on emotions, you will miss out on things that either you are entitled to or you will make decisions that ultimately will cause you nothing but heartache. So let me ask you, firstly, are you certain that your relationship is over? Now think carefully because if it isn't and there's hope, you need to do everything possible to save it. And I'm not an advocate for divorce, if anything, the opposite. I want people to learn from their mistakes and be successful in life. So the figure of the reoccurring divorces is what shocked me to the most. And it really was one of the reasons that I started this business, because certainly here in Australia, and these figures are probably maybe maybe two years old now, but at the time it was 40% of first time marriages failing. 70% of those 40% then had a second divorce. And then 90% of that 70%, they failed at their third marriage. And I, as you know, I'm data hungry. I wanted to understand why, why is it that these divorces kept reoccurring over and over again? And it's all because we are not learning from our mistakes. And it's all because we are doing it the wrong way. So if you aren't 100% sure that your relationship is over, you need to turn off right now and go and actively try and fix it. But if you are sure your marriage is over, listen up because I'm going to give you some key tips here. The seven stages to emotional freedom. Right. You may or may not have realized that divorce is your chance to write your future. And there are three ways that you can tackle this. Now, the choice is yours. One, you can do it by the means that are unethical, mean and vindictive. Two, by ignoring the situation and becoming just, I don't know, you could be put into a place that the outcome you get is regrettable because you haven't actively addressed what's going on and you just keep hoping that everything will be okay. Or three, you can be prepared, planned and protected. So that is my way. Number three is my way. And I want every person to be ethical in their dealings with their ex and to get what is fair and reasonable for both parties. Now, let me just explain this a bit more. Have you ever heard the word karma? I'm sure you have. Well, I'm a big believer that there is this universal law that is bigger than each of us. And if we act and deal in a way that is unfair, it will come back and bite us in the bum later on. Now, I act like this in everything that I do. I'm always worried that there's a higher power or something thinking about what I'm about to do. So if I'm going to not that I do, but if I was ever going to wrong someone, I would be so petrified that it would come back and bite me in the bum that I just, I don't do it. So there's there's this mental power around me that if something 
you know, even the other day, my um, one of my children said, oh, let's watch such and such on, on the internet. And I said, no, we're going to pay for it because I don't want karma to come back and bite me. We're not going to download anything. We're going to pay for it because the artists and people have put their hard-earned money, time, effort into this, and that's their income that they deserve. So I'm not going to do that, and I don't want someone to treat me that way either. So you might be asking yourself right now, well, my ex, they cheated or they gambled everything away. I don't know what your personal situation is, but just because they did you wrong does not mean that you need to lower yourself to their level. Whatever they did wrong is up to them and they will pay for it in their life. And you're not the judge and jury or you cannot somehow punish someone for what they did. The punishment will come to them at some time, at some place when they least expect it. And you need to believe that. You need to worry about yourself from this point forward. And remember, no one will look after and protect you but you. This is your job. You need to protect and look after yourself. These are the skills that you need to be great at to achieve a successful divorce and to be prepared, planned and protected. Now, the first one is you need to be very good at time management. Now, the definition of time management is the ability to use one's time effectively or productively. So, To be good at time management, you need to be able to prioritize, to delegate, be very good, quick at decision making, be good at goal setting or to have a set of goals, to be a strategic thinker and to schedule your time. So for instance, you consider that if your lawyer is charging you by six minute increments, that you need to make sure that when you ring them, You know exactly what it is that you want to ask. You have it all outlined very strategically and you are prioritizing your questions. If, for instance, you are getting overwhelmed because you have so much to do, it could also be, be, and this is part of overwhelm, that you cannot prioritize. So by prioritizing what's important to you and delegating the things that aren't, you become better at time management. And when you first get divorced, there's so much going on. Sometimes even the simplest thing as cooking dinner can be too much. Don't be too don't be too hard on yourself. If you need to buy takeaway or if you need to get something bought in or you know one of these food services or things like that or pay for a cleanup, whatever it is, manage your time really well. And it will have benefits not only emotionally and physically, but it will also help you financially when you're dealing with a lawyer or whoever it is, because you're going to be able to cut your costs because you're managing your time better. Now, the next one sort of coincides a little bit with the time management one, and that is multitasking. Now, the definition of multitasking is to deal with more than one task at the same time. Now, our life is a reflection of us. So be honest with yourself. How good are you at multitasking? Now, not every sex is a good multitasker and women are, well, they're known for being good because 
in my instance, I remember I'd be cooking dinner, I'd have the washing on, the kids would be sitting at the kitchen table doing their homework. And, you know, I could possibly even be folding the washing I'd brought in off the line. So, you know, we could have three things going on at the same time, because we want to get it done quickly, because, you know, in my case, I wanted to get it all done so that then I could sit down and concentrate on having a relaxing night. So multitasking for me has always been something that I've been very good at and a lot of women are. Now that's, I don't mean to be sexist because there's a lot of men out there that are also very good multitaskers and you might be one of them. When we're talking about multitasking, what does that mean? Well, it means making sure that to be good at multitasking, that you've got a to-do list and you know what is important, that you prioritize the things at the top of the list that are the most important that are going to get you the best outcome, that you work on similar tasks at the same time. And this is such a massive time management skill as well. Like When you can work on similar tasks at the same time in the same room, for instance, on the same you know, spreadsheet or I don't know, whatever it is that you're working on when it comes to tasks, it's a, it's a great way to do it. A good way or a good example of this might be if you're getting out all your paper for disclosure and it's close to tax time, while you're getting the stuff out, why not get your tax ready at the same time rather than having to come back and do it all again? Or it could be if you need to get a statement from the bank on your current circumstances, it might be a good time also to be having a chat to them about what your serviceability might be if you needed to refinance your loan. So working on similar tasks at the same time is a great way to be able to multitask. Then the other one is delegating again. So being able to delegate those things that aren't so important to you, but if they have a great or a bigger outcome for you or a bigger reward and you need to pay, but the benefit of paying because you're doing something else, it's worth the fee. And to make a habit of multitasking, you know, it depends on your, certainly the values that you have in life, but multitasking can be very good at helping you get a lot done in a short period of time. Because let's be honest, we've all got 24 hours in a day. Some people just simply cannot get the same amount done as other people. And that's because they can't multitask. When someone says to me, I just can't get that done. I don't have enough time. It normally tells me one or two things. They are not doing the things that are returning the most value to their day or they just aren't good at multitasking. And then something I learned in my corporate job was to plan, do and review. So you do something, you plan for something, you then go and do it. And if it worked well, when you review it, you do it again. If it didn't work well, you stop it and you change it. You do something different. Like We've all got lessons to learn. And then part of that is planning ahead and making sure that we understand what it is that is most important. Now, the next one is communication. And the definition of communication is the ability to convey or share ideas and feelings effectively. You'll need to be a really good communicator with not only your ex, but with the people in your team when you were getting divorced. It's really important to be able to communicate specifically, that's right, my friends, specifically what it is you want done. If there's any 
ambiguity in what you are saying, you will sometimes get the wrong outcome. So you need to be very specific in your communication. You need to be a good listener, a straight talker, and also when you're communicating, non-verbal communication is just as important. How someone is standing, what they might be saying by a look in their eye, a flick of their hair. Um, It could be an action that they are doing, could be tapping their fingers, tapping their knees, anything like that. They could be signs of communicating in another way, shape or form. Emotional control. When we are communicating, being able to control our emotions is such a key part of being able to get a really good outcome and being able to communicate very specifically. If we throw in emotions, sometimes the emotions take away from what we're actually saying. Pacing. Now, when we're communicating, pacing is a very important part of communicating. Now, next week, I'm going to do a podcast on communication and pacing is something that is very important. So listen up for next week's podcast because uh, it is a tool that I learned and it will get you a long way. And then you need to meet the person where they're at. So meeting the person at the emotional level that they are at or at the point they're trying to fix. So in a lot of cases, when we're getting divorced, if you're the person that's chosen to leave the relationship, emotionally, you are so far in front of your partner But trying to get an outcome is not going to happen if you say, right, I want the house sold tomorrow, yet you've only told them last week that you want to leave. Like it's all just happening too quickly. So we need to meet the person where they're at. Right, the next one is being detailed-oriented. Now, being a detail-oriented person is someone who pays attention to the details and can make a conscious effort to understand what the cause and the effect is. And this is really important, especially when we're dealing with a lawyer. When I first start with a client, if they quickly sign my agreement without reading it, that is alarm bells for me. I'll say to them, right, I want you to go back. I want you to read everything. I want you to ask me some questions before you sign it because I want them to tackle or I want them to look at that sort of stuff from this point forward. Because if you're going to be independent, you need to be very detail oriented in what you sign and what you put your name to. So making sure that you understand the risk versus reward of what you are doing and you know, it could save you a lot of money. It could save you a massive heartache in the future. So being detail-oriented is very important. Then the next one is to understand and to be organized. So a definition of organizing or organization is having an an array of systems or to be able to coordinate different parts into one outcome. And that, once again, is being able to delegate, making sure that your decisions are the right ones for you, managing appointments, you know, coordinating events, being able to problem solve. Once again, strategic thinking, all of these things come back to being organized. And it's really important when you're getting a divorce because it can just lessen the stress that you are feeling right now. And that's 
what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to help you have a better experience. It's such an emotional time. And then there's problem solving. So there's two different types of problems. There's the ill-defined and then the well-defined. And both of these sorts of problems have a desired outcome and they require a different approach. So they're both completely different. But a well-defined problem has specific end goals and clearly defined expectations or solutions. While ill-defined problems, they don't. You really don't know what you're dealing with. You know that you've got a problem, but you you're probably still working through some solution. And well-defined problems allow for more initial planning and solving problems sometimes also involve how we've interpreted the problem. So sometimes our interpretation can take away from how we solve a problem where someone might say something or um, imply something and you interpret it the wrong way and you go and get a solution to something that isn't even really a problem because you didn't interpret it right. And the ability to understand what the end goal is can sometimes rule or put boundaries around the solution. And sometimes the problem requires complete and absolute abstract thinking or coming up with a creative solution. And this is something that I find I love the most, the thinking outside of the box, which is what I like to call it. Because if you listen to my, uh, I think it was my last podcast or the one before when I talked about if the rules of your life are on the outside of the box, how would you get to those instructions? That's what I like to say. When, when it comes to thinking outside of the box, that's where I excel. I love coming up with some of the most, what sometimes people think are abstract, absolute abstract solutions, but we get a desired result because we think differently when we're problem solving. And that's what's really important. And then the last one is teamwork. And ultimately what teamwork is, is when you have a well-oiled machine working cohesively together to get a desired outcome. So that could be your financial advisor, your accountant, your real estate agent, your lawyer, your divorce coach, whoever it is that you're working with, all working together on the one outcome or one goal that you need to achieve. And that's really important. So understanding where you need to go will actually help you drive your team. So let's recap, hey? So we've got time management, multitasking, communication, detail-oriented, organization, problem solving, and then lastly is teamwork. Now, if you can get all of these working together, emotionally, you will be free from any stress and worry because you have put all of these things into place, which will alleviate and eliminate all of the stresses that you are probably currently feeling. So it's really, really important. And that's ultimately what our five steps to a seamless divorce achieves. 
Okay, my friends, that's it for this week. I hope that you've taken some key points out of this. Go back, re-listen, write it down and make sure that you implement these things into your divorce. Okay, I'll talk to you next week. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Divorce Angel Podcast. Go behind the scenes of my business to learn the secrets no one else will share. Deep dive into the Divorce Angel process and listen to our most popular episodes over at tanyasummerton.com. If you love this episode of the podcast, do me a favour and head over to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review so we can reach more people and change more lives. That's all for now and I'll catch up with you next week.